0: You're listening to Podketeers.
1: Welcome to episode 436 of Podketeers. This week we talk about creative people out in the world doing cool stuff. Disney Dreamlight Valley gets its first major update. Plus, Larry tells us about his experience buying and using the new Magic Band Plus. We'd love for you to join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podketeers. But we would love it if you joined us over on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash links and click on the Discord button to join our community. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad our podcast fairy godparents because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcasters After Show, and access to our happy hour calls just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. Team Boat Willie has joined the fight against women's cancers, and we are raising money as we participate in a walk for hope. We are trying to raise $1,000 and we are going to be auctioning off a few items on Instagram very soon. Make sure that you're following us for information on how you can help us reach our goal and do some good in the world in the process. Why? Because we want to change the world. Head on over to podcuteers.com slash links and click on our Walk for Hope link. There you will be able to make a donation or you can join us as a member of our team. We would love it if you help us spread the word as well. If you're unable to make a donation, if you know somebody that can give $1,000, we made it. Well, not yet, but we're hoping to make it. So again, keep an eye out for those auctions that are going to be coming up. More info on those and some sneak peeks at the items that we're going to be auctioning off will be coming very soon. So that's it. It's time to get this episode rolling. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the podcast and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 436 of Podketeers. told that who's boss yeah he sure snapped he it real good right oh six na, seconds da, six dun, seconds da, sucks. oh damn it <laughs> and copyright strike that yeah. was the shortest episode of podcateers ever wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you know whenever i don't know if anybody has has seen this happen Larry, I don't know if you've run into this before with your videos on YouTube, but whenever you get any type of copyright strike, YouTube handles it in a couple different ways. They will either allow like the the copyright owner will either allow you to continue using that music in your video But you cannot monetize it. Like any money you make will get sent to the person that owns the copyright. Whether that song is in there for two seconds, a minute, and your video is like an hour long, it doesn't matter. They get all revenue from that video if they claim it, right? right. So they they allow you to do that or they allow you to use the YouTube editor, which is – kind of hot garbage (laughs) and they ask you to clip that piece out and so now your video has this weird skip in it and you know it's up to you however you want to handle it but if you take it out completely you can monetize your video if you're eligible for that so all i imagine is because we keep using like songs to illustrate (laughs) points and everything like look i don't know what got like what came over me but i know that when we were talking about calling all the monsters, like I kept hearing it in my head. Oh, that was cool. I I didn't, like in the the middle of the episode, we talk about it and we're talking and talking and recording, recording. And in my head, all I kept hearing was like, calling all the monsters. (laughs) That was in in my head
2: for like, The rest of the episode. You guys kept talking, but that's all I heard. I'm just kidding. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) while I was editing, I was like, I got to put this in there. I can't not put this in there because I had to hear it. So I I pulled the song and I heard the whole thing just to get it out of my system. And then I realized (laughs) that it wasn't out of my system. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to put a clip in it in case anybody's never heard it before. And then I realized, I think everybody's heard it. This was really just for me to be able to to get this out of my system a little bit more
2: it was just like it was really sneaky though too i liked how it was just all of a sudden it just like nice transition in and all of a sudden i'm like "Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm." hey listen it was part of a commentary (laughs) there was no copyright infringement intended we were talking about a song and it was part of
2: commentary there you go (laughs) that's a good argument you could you could file a claim with youtube too about that so there you go sir actually i think i just got a copyright claim from your cough so we're in trouble Oh, uh, man. Over here. <laughs> I, I won't be posting anything. Sorry. It's crazy, man,
1: because there's tons of videos that we've posted uh, and on Instagram, too. Like, I don't know what it was, but this yeah. last week we got an insane amount of copyright strikes for videos that have been on the like on Instagram for two years. Like this has happened before where somebody just kind of goes in and they start, you know, deleting videos or whatever. But there was six videos this uh, like in the last week and a half that got a copyright strike and they were taken down on Instagram. And literally like two years after we posted them, like some a couple of them were like trailer videos. A couple of them were uh, videos of of shows and or other posts like we were reposting stuff that other people had posted. One of them was, oh, remember, do you guys remember the um, the guy that lives near Andrew that was putting on those amazing light shows for, like, Halloween and Christmas?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay, so two things I have to say about that. One, one of his videos was the one that got, like, the copyright strike, and it was because he was using, like, Nightmare Before Christmas, right? So, oh, okay. So it's crazy that it sat there for two years and didn't, Like nothing happened, and then all of a sudden, boom! Like it gets taken down, right? Mm -hmm. That aside, dude, he stepped it up. I saw a video that he posted recently on YouTube. This led to you. He's (laughs) got a drone show now. What? He's got a drone show.
2: There's no way. It is insane. I'm underachieving in life. That's all I heard.
1: Right. (laughs) That is exactly how I felt. I can't put up a string of lights without causing some kind of problem. Oh, and you don't want to ask Rebecca how bad I get. Up. <laughs> <laughs> He's got synced up lights, music, drones flying around and dancing. And I, I don't wow. know. I All I know Jeez. is that, like Larry said, I'm failing at life when it comes to this. Like it's. He's putting so many of us to shame. It's not even funny. I'm gonna have to find a video, uh, the one of the recent ones, and I'm gonna put it on Discord for everyone to to watch there. Because man, he is. It's impressive. Like it, the lights already were impressive, Props. right? But the fact Seriously. that now he's got drones, drones, Dude. Disneyland Anaheim. Okay, Disneyland proper <laughs> can't do freaking can't drones this. they can't mm-hmm. and i'm not this gonna stood even up give them in the northern credit california like, yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna give them the credit of being like oh it's an aviation thing because you know they can only fly so high they could do fireworks so they could do other things mm-hmm. right so Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> nope it's definitely this guy has stepped up the game and he's like and what yeah <laughs> mic drop it's crazy <laughs> i gotta check that out i gotta look now it's so those other videos we had were awesome uh <sighs>
1: I mean, it's, there's so much talent out there. You know, I'm always yeah. amazed. Like, that's one of the things, like, whenever I browse through, like, Reels or TikTok and stuff, like, I mm-hmm. follow a lot of creators that, like, make tangible items with, like, 3D printers where, of course, my my wanting <laughs> need for a 3D printer <laughs> and my, quote, unquote, <laughs> passion for 3D printing is coming from. Uh, I, like, I, I want to give that a shot. Like, I think I there's so many things that I feel – that I tell myself, oh, if somebody only made something like this. And I don't even care if I mass produce it. I just want it because I want it to function for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And if I could build something and 3D print it so that it functions for me, I would be happy with that. And if somebody is like, hey, you know, sell me one or whatever, and it becomes a thing, then awesome. That's that's a cool thing to happen, right? But really, right. there are a lot, like, I'll tell you one of the things that I'm planning. Actually I shouldn't do that because it's gonna Uh-oh. spoil some stuff that I yeah, wanna do. That... Yeah what a teaser. Okay, so never mind. That's a good Can't teaser. tell yeah, you about that right, right now. <laughs> Can't tell you about that right now. But man, I want a three D printer. <laughs> in the meantime, I'm having to pay people with three D printers uh or or barter uh stuff with people with three D printers in order to get what I need or want. So uh yeah. Um but yeah there's so many talented people when it comes to doing these creative things like there's a guy named Alex that I follow on TikTok who <clears throat> also does a lot of 3D printing but he also works with projections a lot and so in his room he's created projections of uh ep- um I'm sorry um uh, magic kingdom and he projects entire firework shows and puts on these like you, like mini shows on TikTok that he's projecting in his room but he but he 3D prints enough of certain items so that the projection mapping looks like it's a, f- a fully physical item as wow. if you were in the parks, just kind of tiny, right? That's and it cool. It looks so amazing. Like, it's so cool. I don't know if he's got a YouTube channel, and I don't know if I can embed TikTok on Discord, but if I can, I'm also going to embed that because he does some amazing stuff. Uh, And then this week on Discord, uh, FGP member Heather had posted that story, right, about the Mm -hmm. the family in Eliso Viejo, the Stanley family, like, making their own haunted mansion.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's so cool that there's so many people using practical effects – you know, to create all of these yeah. interesting places for people to visit. Oh, and then did I tell you about the people? I want to say Chicago, I don't remember where they are. That emulated Max floating from Stranger Things as part of their Halloween oh, yard setup? Right. I've seen that trend. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. dope, dude.
0: Uh huh. To be able to pull that off, gosh, that's creativity right there. Like, that should be celebrated. That's awesome. You don't awesome. need
2: that, that climb up a hill music. You just, <laughs> you could just do <laughs> that and just put some creepy music behind that and that's way above, like, mm-hmm. so sick. It's
0: true.
1: It's true. Uh, I mean, for Stranger things fans like you kind of need it i think to
2: kind of it's running up a hill sorry folks don't kill me already i, I, I said climbing on purpose okay <laughs> we
1: don't want to get that copyright strike
2: done.
0: there, there
1: it is less than Dang six seconds less than six <laughs> so yeah Ooh. i mean the creativity that's out there is just mind-blowing and there's parts of me that wishes I had I know I can make more time. I know that making time to do the things that you love is just within you, right? right. Um yeah. so learning right. I think to to balance out the time to do more of the things that like I wanna I wanna learn or I wanna try out and stuff like that, uh, is something that I, I need to do more of because when I get this 3D printer, I'm going to need all sorts of time to play with that and and experiment, right? Right. So I better start now.
0: Yeah, why not? You know, and I when mean, I buy the 500 starting. drones,
1: yeah, when I buy the 500 Five? drones and do the light show <laughs> and then We're start putting that, that thing together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, hey, there's something called scratchers. Just invest like a couple oh. of dollars, keep going. You Every never week, know. Great. Right? We should start a
1: lotto pool. (laughs) We should have a Discord channel lotto pool and we all pitch in two bucks. (laughs) Oh,
2: my gosh. Now you're really getting innovative. Suddenly, everyone's ears
0: perked up. (laughs) What?
1: Pool. (laughs) It's like, all right, everyone, Venmo the money to this (laughs) account. Oh, That would be a good story. (laughs) Right? It's like, how did you win all your money? Well, there was 10 of us on Discord who all pitched in $2 (laughs) every week. And I'll then a month later, with. we hit the jackpot.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> what do they say? Project out into the world what you want. So, yeah, a yeah. month later, yes. put it in the hit the jackpot. Yeah. Put <laughs> it. Make uh, it well, happen. what did you do after? <laughs> uh, you know, we started up Podcateer Studio. We bought 1,000 drones and set drones. up a couple oh, light thousand. shows. Thousand. We <laughs> bought about 10 3D printers and started a 3D printer farm. And then... uh. We started making Iron Man suits and selling them on Etsy.
2: What do yeah. we name them? If it's a farm, you gotta name each printer, right? I'm just
1: <laughs> oh, we do. We'll <laughs> name them start after Pixar seven. characters. <laughs> oh,
0: there you go. <laughs>
1: we'll name them after creative Pixar characters like Remy. We'll start with that one, or Marvel in characters. In it doesn't matter. We could we could name them like like Remy, Shuri.
2: I'm putting. I'm just figuring them like at a farm, and we like. Put cow print on them and like actual <laughs> we'll barn. <laughs>
1: yeah, don't <laughs> be sitting on on hay bales yeah. instead of like as cables. they're printing. <laughs>
2: yes, like none of our prints
1: are this. straight. <laughs> our 3D printers are always wobbling. Why can't they say straight? <laughs> <laughs> These damn hay bales. Oh man. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Ah oh, man. Hey, so there's. I want to talk about Dreamlight Valley. I know you're not playing, Larry, but I want to talk about Dreamlight Valley because we finally got an update. Yeah. And I was talking to friends about this update because I was super excited that it was coming. Uh, they were promising a whole bunch of bug fixes and some new content. We were going to get Scar, um, you know, a new a new quest and everything to, you know, to, to add to the game. And I, 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 by now, I've... I kind of finished the game, right? Like I've collected everything. I'm at this point. I'm just like a pumpkin farmer, uh, because I want yeah. to. I want to sell a whole bunch on a video, and that's what I've been aiming for. So, uh, once a day, I farm some pumpkins, and you know, life is good. But you know, I was having a conversation with friends about the game, and I feel a little differently, just slightly, about it from when I first started playing. And to be clear, I'm playing on a Switch. So for anybody that wants to play like on Xbox or PlayStation, you know, on Steam, if you want to get it on PC, uh, those versions I've heard are a lot more stable than the one on the Switch is. The reason I'm kind of flipping a little bit is because when when the game first came out, the rendering of all of the items, especially for me, Uh, You know, when I first walk out of my house, I have, you know, a couple hundred pumpkins. That's partially my fault, but also the game's fault because it should be able to render 200 pumpkins without a problem along with everything else. Right. So Mm -hmm. what I'm switching now is when people ask me, should I play the game? I ask them what system they're on. And if they're on a switch, I always say. If you're a Disney fan, you're going to enjoy the game, but be prepared for the game to crash a lot.
0: A whole lot. Yeah. In the most rudest ways. <laughs> mm.
1: And what's sad is that the update that came through, I don't know if this is your experience, Mel, but it feels like it crashes more after the update.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to say that I've gotten more crashes lately than I was before because when you were talking about them the first time around I'm like in my head I'm actually thinking I didn't get too many crashes maybe like a major lag or something but this was like I'm getting a system error with the mm-hmm. exclamation mark telling me hey we're gonna shut down because of this so now I've gotten to the point where anything I achieve or anything task or quest that i finish i'm automatically saving on my own Mm -hmm. like i'm not even waiting for the game to do this anymore because it it's like i don't know if you're gonna crash soon or two minutes after or a minute after i don't know but um it's it's interesting like we got the update and it it can't really perform how it's supposed to perform like your pumpkins you know if if it allows us to have so many pumpkins it should play i mean it should run as smooth as smooth as possible but i don't know i don't know i wish i could have played on it on pc or something just to like not have to deal with all that and because i'm blind and it's kind of hard to see details like i was talking (laughs) Pressing the Y button, that's pretty much it. I'm blind and I didn't see it. And I was like, oh, look, details press. Oh, 80 hours later, I see this.
1: Yeah. Ooh. So that it's funny. <laughs> I i want to continue talking about the, the error thing, but uh, I do want to throw this out. And you actually gave me this idea because we were talking about this on Discord. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people that have been playing along with us and they've, they've also been enjoying the game and they've also been finding out these little things here and there. Uh, so it gave me an idea to do like a top 10 things I wish I knew, you know, before oh, playing yeah. Game Night Valley. Uh, yeah. So uh, for anyone that's playing, join us in the game channel over on Discord and list a tip that you wish you knew when you first started and then we'll just compile like maybe like 10 of them. And then we'll make a video like, for instance, like quick travel, right? The, mm-hmm. the fast travel hit Y if you're on a Switch. And this I, I might be geared towards Switch because I think the majority of us playing uh, on our Discord are all on Switches. I could be wrong. If anybody's playing on any other platform, let us know. But for the Switch, I think that would be like a fun video to put together. So if yeah, you have yeah. any tips that you want to share or if at any point you thought, oh, I wish I knew this before, put it on Discord and we'll use it as part of the video. But yeah, the the error thing, it looks like a lot of the errors were things that were happening on consoles, like the, like the PS3 and the Xbox, maybe the PC version. Uh, there were some fixes for the Switch, but not anything that was super major there was a funny, I I forgot what it was, but there was like a funny image uh, somebody had posted over on Twitter. I mean, I don't remember exactly what it said, but I'm going to paraphrase when I say that the Dreamlight Valley account had tweeted out something like, oh, we're so excited about the new things that are coming and we can't wait to show you what's in store. And somebody responded with, is one of the cool things you have in store bug fixes for the Switch so it doesn't crash? Or like it was somewhere <laughs> along those lines. I was like, oh, them's fighting words. Thank you. But
0: yeah, but thank you for saying that, sir. <laughs> As a
1: Switch user, I have to say that it, it does get frustrating. So the like I was saying earlier, the part of me that's flipped is if you're on a Switch, if you're like a hardcore Disney fan, then yeah, I get it. I think it's fun. I don't think you absolutely need the $70 one. Like the $30 version is fine. Understand that what you're paying for when you step it up is additional items for your inventory, uh, whether it's clothing or furniture, or whatever, for your house. It doesn't benefit the game anymore other than you know you being able to use these additional items. The core game is the same. And the biggest change is that when the game finally releases uh, in March, I believe, of next year, The game will be free. It will be a freemium game. So everything that you do will be some kind of paid update. And that was the other thing that they really, really pushed with the SCAR update. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the Toy Story update that they're promising in the next few weeks. But they really made it a point to say that we got a free update as part of the early access. Mm -hmm. So it's not... It's not explicitly stated, but mm-hmm. the way that they've been phrasing the free scar update and the upcoming Toy Story 1, it really sounds like every door that they unlock or any new biomes or whatever they end up doing it are all going to be paid updates. So I I mean I don't know how it's going to work obviously. I don't know if it's going to be like a per door fee or something or if they're going to have like a season pass where you know they plan on releasing three every quarter and you pay like 20 bucks to access all three of them or something I don't know I know that that's okay. what they do with games like Fortnite and you know, yeah like with the battle like pass Ball yeah. guys with the battle pass and, and stuff like that so if it's like that then okay I think like Fortnite's battle pass is like 12 bucks a month and if it was like yeah. something like that uh, it's it's not horrible but that means that dreamlight valley would have to release a brand new door or brand new set of characters every month to make it worth it right right um otherwise depending on what the release schedule is you know maybe like a a monthly or yearly pass or something would be better i don't know i guess we'll get more information next year but it is going to be free Uh, if you're waiting to play, just remember that. It will be a freemium game eventually. All of the core game stuff, I'm sure, will remain free, you know, up to a certain point. Uh, Probably up to Scar, I don't know. I'm just, I'm guessing at this point. But yeah, the crashing on the Switch is kind of getting unbearable. And sadly, the swap over to Scar seems to have made it a little bit worse. Uh, But the Halloween stuff, it's been challenging i'm i don't know how far you've gotten i know they have the the special event thing that's going on right now uh Uh to you know you collect the little pumpkins or whatever and you you redeem it for new stuff i'm on the final set i'm the like the final three things to collect i have to remove like 30 plus night thorns mine minerals in sunlit plateau and the night thorns have been a nightmare I'm getting, mm-hmm. like, one per day right now.
0: Whoa, okay. Yeah, it's that's, been that's...
1: lagging for me. Huh. What's been your but experience I... with the Halloween event so far?
0: Um, Well, so far, so good. The only thing I'm getting stuck on, I think there's one, unless it's just a dream light duty, um, there's one where I had to feed a critter. And I was feeding them, but I wasn't getting points for it. So I was like, ah, skip. I'm not gonna oh, do this. That's and a that's
1: a known bug.
0: Yep. So that's annoying. I think so far because I'm just barely starting. I'm I kind of cheated. I used like my moon. Well, what? I don't even remember what they're called. Moon points.
1: <laughs> moon pies.
0: <laughs> moon pie. Sure. Those are a tasty
1: treat. <laughs>
0: You're right. I'm like, what are they <laughs> called? <laughs> um. No, so I, I ended up using that. And that kind of unlocked a lot of the other stuff. But I've only opened like three pages so far. So oh, okay, not too bad. Um, I have been, because Andrew has said this, where I think it was mushrooms that weren't like coming up for him or reappearing or respawning. So mm-hmm. I have backed off on that. I'm like, okay, if they're there, they're there. Cool. I'm not gonna touch anything like you it's kind of like what you're telling me is like a warning, so I'm not gonna touch stuff unless I have to. You guys kind of scared me a little bit, <laughs> but um, but other than that, I mean, not really I haven't gone into any trouble much besides mm-hmm. my vegetables, which is a different thing,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some quests that seem to have some issues like the critter one that's a known Mm -hmm. bug some people have run into that one one that i ran into specifically with the little wolves in the frozen uh in frozen heights is that i don't know if it's three times that you feed them or four times that you feed them when they become like your companion like they actually become part of your inventory but i i have video evidence obviously because i've been recording my play sessions that show Mm -hmm. that I fed them way more than that. And I'm not getting them in my inventory. Like they just, and it doesn't, that's the frustrating part that there isn't like an indicator that shows you how many times you've done it. Like it just, Mm -hmm. it just, it's supposed to rely on whatever the game mechanic, you know, that it has or something like that. Um, so yeah, overall is the game fun? Yes. Oh yeah. The game is super (laughs) fun. It's super relaxing at times. Um, there there have been times where I've literally just kind of sat there for five, ten minutes watching the sky and the clouds like float by. Yeah. I posted this on my Instagram <laughs> because it was like a Mickey head cloud that was like floating by. The constellations have to do with like the characters and stuff like that. So... You know, it's it's kind of fun to just sit there and watch that stuff. There was mm-hmm. there's a lot of detail that went into this game. I I do have to commend Game Loft on it because the game itself is really gorgeous. They did a, a lot of great work with it. Uh, aside from the super weird glitches, where like some of my characters, if I'm like mining a rock or something. They'll go up to the rock supposedly to help mine an additional one, and then they'll go get stuck in this pattern where it looks like they're like bumping up against the wall over and over and over and over. Uh, those just look <laughs> super hilarious. Uh, so, yeah. So I, with everything that I've said, I'm sure Larry's thinking to himself, man, I got to jump on this. <laughs> I got to jump on the bug train.
2: I, I For me, it's funny because... This is this is to- completely sharing what it is. Being in the gamer chat of the Podcateers Discord is so interesting when you don't play the game. You got people talking about root beer. You got people talking about pumpkins. <laughs> yes. You got people talking. And they, like, come up as notifications. I still have them turned on on my phone. So then I'm all there, like, it's like a mystery in the middle of my day being like, what? in the and then there's like you gotta hang out more. You gotta hang out with this character overnight. I'm hanging out with Donald or whatever it was. I was hanging out with this person, it'll help you. And it's like honestly it's really cool because I know the references to when there's characters involved, but I'm totally lost when there's these like pumpkin and farming and then when <laughs> you guys talk about watering and how it looks like things are not being watered, but they are watered like and they can't be watered it's fun like it's like living yeah. vicariously and i could see why people watch other people play games like you've been posting hazen for your gameplay like you've been said you've been recording and posting them i have watched the first video you posted but then after that i think i kind of fell off of it but i could see why people do it like i totally wanted to see where these things kind of tie together so yes lagginess maybe not yet but when you mention it's free and you did also mention something in the past which maybe will come back as you guys creating like a dreamlight game session all with everybody. Yeah. Like a whole new session, right? Those things entice me because it's kind of like what you said, right? Just what you guys both said. What would I have done if I restarted the game and I knew this? Like these yeah. tips yeah. that you're giving out. Like and I for anybody listening, maybe this might be your first time or you might have been hesitant. It's worth just getting in the gamer chat and seeing these conversations come through yeah. cuz I'm pretty sure they're going to tie at some point if you play the game. So this is so interesting to me. It's almost like watching a story like unfold for each one of you guys. Yeah. It really is interesting because the yeah. Disney ties there, I think. That's why.
1: And that, it's funny that you mentioned that because when we first started playing, I think one of the distinctions that we were able to make is that Andrew, Mel, and I all took different routes, right? They're very similar, obviously, because we have to – complete the same tasks overall like we all have the same quests but there isn't a set way there's recommended ways that they have so that you know certain things become available to you sooner than others but like I've always thought to myself what if I didn't open up Dazzle Beach first right I know that that's a thing but what if I went straight to the sunlit plateau and then from there i went straight to you know the forgotten woods like i'd have access to pumpkins super fast in the game (laughs) right i wouldn't have had to open Mm -hmm. up all these other places and like dealt with okra and all that stuff
2: there it is that's the that's the conversation
1: (laughs) you know like what would happen if i decided to level out two floors in the valley and do nothing but pumpkins. Like, can the game handle 3,000 pumpkins at once? I'm gonna go with no, but... It's worth I a mean, shot. I mean, what's the limit, right? Like, how many can right. we make before the game says, okay, I tap, stop already. You know, before I get the, a notification from Gameloft saying, stop messing with our servers, you need to stop this immediately. How you know? much
2: watering is that gonna take? Because I know I heard Andrew last time oh. saying about like he has like to dedicate so much oh. time to like or no, you said it too. You said yeah. you had to dedicate like so much time to watering. Like how long would that take?
0: And then if you do this in the beginning, now that I'm thinking about it, your health would be nothing. Oh, like yes. you would have to I run didn't back think and about forth. That. Oh
1: man! <laughs> yeah. And then you don't have access to the recipes. No, because. I don't know what you do, but one of the things that I do is I always try to create like four or five star meals like the souffle or something like that. And then I have like 10 of them, you know, to eat because it takes you into yellow like poofy cloud. Right. So uh, one tip that I can give you is if you do open up, let's say Remy's Realm, you can go in there, make souffles or like some kind of five star meal for free without it taking away from your own inventory but if you Mm -hmm. eat them in the realm you'll get full yellow bar poofy cloud and then you can leave the realm and go plant and everything so it doesn't cost you anything because when you go to remy's realm in his kitchen he's got access to pretty much everything that you need in order to make all the recipes so if you know the recipes you can make them but you don't have access to certain things in the game like the eggs the the milk the cheese like all of that stuff yeah (laughs) the core stuff isn't available until you unlock remy's restaurant you know so oh man that's gonna be fun oh man i'm so excited (laughs) like i'm frustrated (laughs) and excited all at the same time Um, for this venture
2: see there it is i'm just saying Man. So it's kind of like sitting on the sidelines. This is like This is literally sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying Jeez, it. So that that's the thing. I, could I jump in and join now? I'm like, I kind of want to see where your guys' things go. And then when this goes full launch, not have any bugs and maybe try to go in and be like... Because at my first, I was trying to be a villain. Remember? That was my whole thing. I was like, I want to try mm-hmm. this villain thing. But now I'm mm-hmm. thinking like, maybe I could go in all like veteran status. Like I've been trained through gamer chat <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't played a game legitly for Rails. i haven't not played like a game from start to end or from start to like having more than so many hours of play probably since i was in college which folks is a th- far time removed <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like i don't know this is the most interactive i've been a part of a group where they're talking about a game where it's here you guys are talking about it and they're talking you've heard a's and i mentioned this last time at my work it's there it helps me at my work that's the game our teachers our lecturers are playing as like their group game for the year so they talk about it there like in our common area so I'm like this is like so cool because <laughs> I might come in as a trained vet is what I'm trying to say I'm waiting in the back in the sidelines one of
1: us, one of us one <laughs> the March of us, day is ticking down one of
0: us spring break spring break <laughs>
1: All right, well, if you're playing Disney Dreamlight Valley on any other console, uh, aside from the Switch, we'd love to know if you've had any issues with it crashing. Uh, Is it worth it? Should I buy a PS5 instead of a 3D printer next? Is that what I should ask Santa for? No. Some people would say yes, (laughs) but um, I really want that 3D printer, so... Yes, the, you The do. piggy bank has to fill <laughs> up for the 3D printer before I get the PS3, I think. But yeah, if you're playing on the Switch, tell us what the most frustrating part is for you and maybe share a story of something that you had done in the game when it just unceremoniously crashed on you and you were like a second away from throwing your Switch across the room because that's happened to me.
2: <laughs> it probably could withstand it, right? No, not good. at all, dude. No, the Switch would anymore? not
1: be able to withstand oh, getting tossed no. across the room. <laughs> Nintendo no. used to be known for that, though. That no, sucks. it oh, is no. Lover. The Switch would uh, shatter into tiny little glass pieces, Dang. and okay. your screen would just be demolished. Uh, oh, the Joy-Cons have good to drift. Me <laughs> Yeah, the Joy-Cons have this weird drift where if you press too long on on it, it just always moves to that side. So, no, mm. it would not withstand getting chucked across the room. <laughs> I think it would barely stand getting tossed six inches onto the couch.
2: Okay. <laughs> it's t- baby, it like the phone, basically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: Your phone might be able to withstand more than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's waterproof.
2: <laughs> but still, I baby it like it's, uh, you know, the what is it? The uh, chalice of youth or whatever. That's how oh, I yeah. my phone sometimes. <laughs>
1: All the time, man. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Just like I always get made fun of because I always have um, a case on my phone. And especially at work, I, I have friends that never put a case on their phone. They're like, you understand that you have – you know, Gorilla 6 glass, and it's made of this and this. I'm like, dude, I've dropped my phone two inches and shattered my screen. Okay. There is yeah. no way I'm not going to put some kind of protection on the screen and carry that thing in a case. Like, why wouldn't you want to protect this investment? Yeah. yeah. Like, I when don't you're have in $15 dollars form, to
2: throw around, bud. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. That
1: $15 case versus 1500 for a new phone. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Exactly. exactly. So get a case which Or switch your your case. Before you get it, okay. now Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: (laughs) All right, well, before we continue, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by a fantastic group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, head on over to podcateers.com slash links, and you will find a link to the FGP Squad page there, along with some other stuff. It's a brand new page that we have set up. Uh, we've posted it like on our Instagram and everything, so if you want quick links to uh, some of the things that we talk about, that is going to be the best way for you to check that out. If you want to go directly to the FGP page, just podcasterscom FGP for more info. There you'll find some of our top contributors, a link to our Patreon, and uh, some info on the FGP Squad itself. Being a part of the FGP Squad family does get you some additional perks like access to our happy hour calls, access to additional content on Patreon, uh, access to giveaways, access to discount codes for new podcasters gear, uh, a special section of our Discord where we get a chance to chat with other members of the FGP Squad, uh, and more. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. And to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, I know that Andrew normally does like a shout out, and mm-hmm. I think I- I'm going to wait until next week for Andrew to do it. Like, I feel like he gets so excited yeah. about spinning the wheel he and everything. Does. This gives him yeah. a week to
2: think of things, too, about being super cool. <laughs> He's got a week off to think about a new term. I mean, they are cool, and they are all. Awesome. He does a oh, great are. job yeah. at it. So. Yeah, they are. Yeah.
1: He gets so <laughs> excited whenever he does the wheel spin and everything. So we're going to leave I that. and
2: try to emulate that, that noise and everything. <laughs> so good, man.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> all
2: right. Uh,
1: so I wanted to – ask you Larry about your recent trip to the park because one you I know we recently talked about magic bands coming to Disneyland and I've been on the fence about this right like my initial my initial thing was I don't need it it doesn't really feel like it's going to benefit me in any way but then there was a part of me that was like well maybe I should get one just at least to collect one and say I have one because I have a lot of the Disney toys like that right so I thought maybe if I get like a mansion one or something, and I'm I'm kind of eyeballing an Iron Man one. I'm not. Uh, I, might be, I might be eyeballing an mm. Iron Man one, okay. and it kind of helps. It I'm just gonna throw this out there. It kind of helps that if you're a D23 member, you get 20 percent off. Oh. So. Oh. So. I'm gonna be getting an Iron Man one, but I'm not fully convinced. <laughs> and I'm glad that you went to the park. Tell us about, you know, getting the Magic Band, where you got it from, which one you got, and then the experience
2: with using it. Okay. So I'm glad you ask, because I definitely dedicated time to do this the, the way that it's been put out. So first off, Magic Band Plus was available to cast members and Magic Keyholders as of October 19th, which is earlier than the release date to the guests at the park, to everyone, which is coming up when this episode will release by that point october 26 so on the 19th you were able to go to disneyland and downtown disney and disney california adventure at select locations pick one up so i got off of work that day and i said i'm going straight to the park to do this and what do you think i ran into
1: (laughs) (laughs) a line
2: a very big line like we're talking 45 minutes to an hour just to buy the band and i knew yeah i was like what and then it was crazy because i went to myself i thought avoid the downtown disney one which was the espn zone x espn zone what they use for photos now that's where they were selling one there a a, a shop the other shop was at the starcade in disneyland and the one i went to was at the avengers uh, expo store in dca That was the 45-minute hour wait, and it was a solid wait when I got there at, I believe that was 6.30 p.m. And Rebecca, my guiding light as always, and always my best tour guide, says, wait. (laughs) She says, regardless of what is about to happen, like if you really wanted your heart set on a certain band, I had one in mind, uh, which was the Disneyland one with the D on it. Uh, and it had under words a quote that says, to all that come to this happy place, welcome. Well, it's a quote, basically. And that was all black band. And I wanted that one, but I thought I was still on the fence like you were like, I don't know what kind of investment because I know they're like 50 bucks to 30 mm-hmm. something, right? So then I backed off and we did other things at the park. And then we came back later towards the end of the night, which was about 1030 Went to Disneyland instead, where well, we were there at that point, and went to the Starcade store. And guess what the wait was? Nothing. Nice. Nobody was there. Oh, zero. Wow. <laughs> Walked straight <laughs> in. So that was the first kickoff there. Only kicker was that band did sell out. The Disneyland band did go first. Now, from what I was asking the cast members, I know when they were doing this first initial, sh- initial sale to the key holders and everyone, they were really trying to push. The Magic Key band. So I think Mm. that one might get restocked. The Disneyland one. But they didn't want to tell me that because, you know, they're like trying to push you to buy certain ones. I ended up buying just the standard. Because I liked the design. The blue Mickey one. The blue Mickey head. And it was at the price of $34.99. And with Magic Key, they did give a discount on this version. So it was a little bit cheaper than $34.99. So that's that's the first step. Now The next thing was, I got it so late, I didn't end up using it till the next time I visited the park was Friday of last week. So that would have been October 21st. So I synced it up to my watch. Not too hard. Just make sure that you kind of understand the steps of NFC technology and Bluetooth with your phone. Make sure you go on the Disneyland app and follow the steps. Set it up. Not too bad. Charge it up, too. Make sure you charge it full. Now, before you continue, I do have
1: a question. Go I ahead. Have That's what I was going to say. So, any questions? Wait. Do you tend to have like an Apple watch or Samsung watch or anything on at any point during the day? Yep. For okay. Sure. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask how you handled that situation.
2: So the other one, I just wore it on the other wrist. I just saw so you I just had do. two? I, yeah. It was like having one band here and one band here. That's what it was really it was like. Like having a watch and then like a, like a bracelet basically on the other hand So it felt like. But it doesn't have, like, a watch on it. It's just a head. You know? Yeah. Well, it's a, a magic band.
1: <laughs> oh. Magic so, band So, yeah. Plus. That's what I
2: had. Nice. Plus, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I did walk around with both. Now, if there's any more questions, I'll explain right here, right off the get-go, where I, I rate it. Here's the teaser. A three out of five immediately. And you're about to find out. Okay. Okay. So I get in the park, have it on. I'm excited because I used it to get inside the park without opening the Disneyland app. They scanned it, and the way that they do it at Disneyland, just a heads up, they use their mobile phones that they've been doing, you know, when they get your ticket and they take pictures. People don't have them. Now they hit a button on that same mobile phone, and they just hold it up to the top reader of the phone because they're iPhones, and that's where the NFC reader is, and it taps onto the band. Bam. It's linked up to your ticket. Once it does that, you just go through. So that was cool. Real fast access, and it had a little vibration light up nice. animation. Rebecca got the haunted mansion one, so just a heads up, Hazen. Yeah, she got that one, and it has a special. High five light. her for
1: me because that one's dope. <laughs> like that, she loves the type. That's the one I the might want.
2: One. Yeah, that's she got that one. She loves the, is this room actually stretching? And I was like, is this the band you're actually buying? Not just kidding. <laughs> uh, <anyway. laughs> she got that one, and they, she did have to use the kid size wrist version. So remember we had that conversation. Yes. Like Her wrists are very small. So she's like, oh, my God, I'm having to use the kid cutout, which comes into play now because the first thing I did with the band just on me is I got on the Matterhorn that day because it reopened. And October 15th. And side note, still as rocky as ever. Chiropractic <laughs> needed, as always. But a classic.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> With those rockiness, here's where it dropped the biggest rating for me. First ride of the day, I get on, I get off, and I run over. And I'm like, okay, cool. Live streaming. But I want to go check out Buzz Lightyear while I'm on my live stream. So I run over to Buzz Lightyear. And guess what? I realize I lost my band
1: on the No. Mountain. No.
2: Yeah. Popped off it came off and i had secured that little baby on there for sure i clicked it in the notch so this is where immediately i was like oh this is not cool not Mm -mm. cool at all so i was so bummed because i didn't necessarily know at that point that i lost it there but that was my best guess i mean we all know the matterhorns like i mean (laughs) it rocks you around right Mm -hmm. so i tell rebecca and thankfully here's the great disney magic part of the story she walks over there for me and asks the cast member and they were like yeah we actually found a magic band that plus that's been lost and she's like yeah it's blue and it has the mickey heads the standard one they like, Yeah, we got it so they had the band thankfully someone turned it in because i was afraid like not only like if you lose this band like think about all the technology you've talked about hazen what you could have on the band that's a scary mm-hmm. thought, right? So this yeah. is where immediately I started freaking out cuz we had that conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> about so much stuff that it's going to be added right now, but they still have my pass right now and that freaked me out cuz I was like I got to take it off, I got to take it off my app cuz I'm scared like someone could use it to go to a different park, I guess. I don't know, right? So anyway, I got it back and though when I got it back, it had a scratch. Uh. So in that short time, it fell off and got a scratch really easily. This is what dropped my rating from like Already like the convenience level of a five, which was I was t- I was touting to you about to that two point five level. Now, flash forward to the end of the night would we'll bring it back into a three. I used it on Rise of the Resistance as a lightning lane to get on just to test it out for the podcast and and for my YouTube, but anyway, <laughs> so I tested it out and then when it, I never opened the app and I had Rebecca buy the lightning lane through her phone. Because I wanted to test out, like, what if I don't open it? What if I just leave my phone? Like, will it update yeah. to know? Guess what? It worked. I scanned. Boom. Right in. And I didn't even have to open up my app, which is really convenient. So, boom, bumped up. And then I watched Phantasmic with it. And, yeah, the lighting effect, it's pretty cool. I'm not going to. So I'm a sucker light for up. lights. And it matches. It matches okay. a lot of what the show. And it has, like, to sh- You know, I can't really show any animations. You just see like the outside of the band lights up right here to show you guys I'm showing them. But just imagine all the LEDs having different light effects that match, and then there's like haptic vibrations to certain parts. For example, they I don't know how they did it, but they timed up the cannon fire from the pirates ship to vibrate the same time your watch. Uh, I mean sorry. Your band is on. So I was like, whoa, that's pretty good. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, to time that is insane. So I don't know how they're doing that and that pulling that off. But I must admit, Rebecca did a test too with her band and she stayed further back like than I was. She was sitting over by um Rancho Del Zucco, the mm-hmm. restaurant, to see how far it would read. And she said it was about 60 to 70 percent where she could get phantasmics lighting effects on her band from that distance which is really far right but just to see what would happen how close you had to be and then after that it did do more effects for the fireworks show if i was standing by phantasmic i don't know i can't say what it does on main street or near the castle area but it did go with that show too it had some lighting effects and vibrations so that's why i got it back into a three so that's where i'm at
0: nice (laughs) When you were talking about dropping it, <laughs> the first thing I thought of is how many of these are gonna drop while right. you're on indie? Right. Because that's one of the most rockiest attractions and I'm thinking my just yeah, when you say yeah. you, you dropped it, my heart because it's yeah, it's scary. So dang, I'm just glad you got it back. That's yeah, luckily, crazy. Right.
2: Imagine if you made an investment for, like, the Cocoa one, which I believe is $55 to get. Yeah, really pretty. I'm not going to lie. It's so sweet, and the designs on it are really nice. Mm -hmm. But, man, you make that investment, and then boop. I mean, I'm not a kid, right? But I was distracted, obviously, doing what I was doing. Right. So kids are going to be the same way. Even adults, us looking at our phones. Imagine going so far like I did. This is a perfect example, I felt like, and thinking, oh, God, I've lost it. And then everyone's like saying, oh, just do the lost and found. I'm like, that's not fast enough for me. No, in that scenario, yeah. you don't feel like it is. You're like, oh, God, now I have to take off the band off my watch. I just made this investment. Or, I mean, sorry, I have to take off the app. Sorry, I have to design off the app, remove my ticket because I'm too afraid of yeah. it getting like in the wrong person's hands. That That is a bummer. Like, you might need a better clasp or like really secure check it. I ended up checking frequently after that obviously because i freaked myself out right but if you're enjoying your day as you would like you said i'm gonna look at my watch wrist more than i am the other wrist hazen like Mm -hmm. you just bring up so you might just slip this is definitely something that they it popped off for sure so
1: oh man
2: all right look i
1: as soon as you told me it popped off, like, my anxiety level shot. Like Yes. Right? Like, it broke the ceiling on my anxiety level. I was like, dude, like, like you said, somebody could have taken it. They could have bought, like, hamburgers and merchandise
2: stuff. I don't and know, that castle on Main Street? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> so your
1: credit card and everything is hooked up to it.
2: Yeah. So I- well, not yet. That's not oh. done yet here at Disneyland, so you're good. But that's oh, the future okay. is what you're saying. So right now it's just photo pass your uh, ticket, and um, if you're doing lightning lane things, it'll sync up. But still, in the future, that's I know that's their plan. That's yeah. what they're thinking.
1: <sighs> okay, so two things. One, if I had a three D printer, I could make like a cotter <laughs> pin or something that would yes! fit on the Magic Band to hold it in place. Full right? tie. Here we go. Because that was the <laughs> full thing. Like I just thought yeah. to myself, it had, had a better class because it's like a little, like a little. Peg or something, right? Oh, that yeah. just pops into the, the hole. It's just right? two
2: little rivets that you see right yeah, here. Yeah, that see pop into that's two of these holes. Why
1: would they yeah. do that?
2: Like, why I would they not think know. of that in
1: the design process? <laughs> unless look, I hate to say this, but unless they're banking on people losing them and buying another one. You know, that is absolutely I I worst give, case right. scenario. You know, I don't yeah, want to accuse the wrong. company of them. You know, I don't want to accuse the company of thinking that way, but like, right. Why would you design it so poorly? In my head, like the first thing I started thinking was, okay, well, we got to design some kind of like cotter pin to like hold it in place together. <laughs> some kind of like elastic thing that you can slip kind of like an addition. Like, you know how the watches have the additional band that it slides into as additional yeah. protection. Uh, um, or those. maybe, you know how like Apple watches have like different bands you can like clip yeah, into. Yeah, that's what I thought. You were talking Maybe about that. the
2: older one. We had this conversation where you could pop out the middle part, and I kind of wish that was still an option. We talked yeah. about older Magic Bands before, because like on this one, it's not, and that would make me feel better. Like with Apple watches or Samsung watches too, I believe you could just switch it up, like mm-hmm. get a different band. And- the way that yeah. you're
0: the way that I see, like you're holding it, and it's it looks flimsy compared to the first generation that came out in uh, Walt Disney World. That one, I mean, that one was... You could go on anything. I never had a problem with it. But, yeah, it it looks flimsy. This isn't the
2: most expensive version. So maybe the more expensive ones I can't speak on. Like, Rebecca did have a more... It's not the most expensive, The obviously, the Haunted Mansion one. But Mm -hmm. its it feels the same when I grab it. And she told me the same thing. Like, it's so weird. When she put it on the first time and she took off to the child size, she said wow, this middle part of the band that has the technology in it really sticks out to, like, right here. So it sits on your wrist weird, so which could cause to popping off if you didn't have it secure. And lo and behold, who's the guy that pops it off? And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm putting it on tight. (laughs) I'm kind of nervous
1: (laughs) now because my kids are asking for one. Like, the kids want one, and... If it sits weird on the wrist, on smaller wrists, I feel like, I don't know, like, um, it, it's kind of both spectrums, right? Like, on smaller wrists, it might be too large and cause an issue right. with clasping. And then, like, on my wrist, if I get one, like, I have something called fat wristitis where even Cold my regular wrist. watch, <laughs> even my regular watch, you know, <laughs> tends to cause some issues at times. So, Same. man, I'm I'm nervous about this now. Like yeah. I, so that's I, a,
2: that's my disclaimer. But oh. seriously, it was. I'm not talking against the convenience of getting in the park and also the convenience of buying, uh, well, doing Magic or excuse me, Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. I told you, I didn't even like your friend or family, whoever's linked to your ticket, could set up your plans and you guys could just like instead of being like, hold on one sec.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's a plus. Swiping
2: through all the tickets, it's just like boom, you just walk through, and, and that's really easy and so quick i'm not gonna lie to you the speed of that was like insane like i could see disney being like yeah this is just a way faster way of getting people in and being beneficial to that like this is a magic plus a magic band plus line i could see them doing that with this for sure because you invest to buy it right i not necessarily to get in the gate but like something where you're like Going to a ride or something like that like this one will yeah. be the one that's getting through there so
0: is there wiggle room between the uh magic band piece itself and the um i guess you would say the piece that would pop in
2: so it doesn't pop in but there is like a little bit of like yap i guess is that what you mean right here in that part or is it the
0: i'm trying to part? think because like is there a way to put like maybe a little bit of Glue or something to kind of like make it sturdy sturdy yeah.
2: i'm not sure i know you're
0: not supposed to be doing that but <laughs> i'm just like trying to figure out what would be
2: i think what hazen's <laughs> saying the clasp idea might get someone i mean after time some people were telling me when I, when it initially happened and some people were watching me on my live stream were saying like i bet you it gets more uh the watch gets more or, excuse me the magic bun plus uh-huh. gets more of uh, used to being on your wrist like it's gonna adapt to being that way and not so spongy ah, like that yeah like it'll just get bent the right way right right but how long till that because my first time using it you just made the investment like that's the part where it's like why is it so elasticy? maybe i want yeah. more leathery i guess and some people are like, you got to cut it. You should really cut it the wrist. But I have the whole huge Hulk wrist like you, Hayden. <laughs> oh, so I it's, wouldn't it's,
0: be cutting that. That's nuts. <laughs> you just paid for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's it's a tough balance. That's, that's yeah. my only thing. So I'll just tell everyone that's where I'm at. I'm not trashing it. That's literally exactly what happened. And it's on video. <laughs> if you want to see any part of it, it's literally on video. Just go back to my uh, Goofy Guys Adventures channel. You'll see that day the 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 happening of the good and the bad, man.
1: So before we continue, you did mention it. Uh, give give the full info on how people can follow you on YouTube and the live streams and everything that you do. Give your social so that people can also follow you on those things uh, that you post.
2: Yeah, for sure, guys. I mean, uh, something a while back, I started. I know some of you hardcore FGP fans know that I had a YouTube channel when I first got on here. I still had it. It's Goofy Guys Adventures on youtube so if you look up goofy guys adventures you'd find me there lately i've been live streaming a lot from the park and uh it's been going really well because so i think i'll be to share behind the veil i think disney invested in a lot more 18t 5g out there so it's handling better and i feel better about not it breaking up and stuff so if you want to see just random live stream from me throughout the week i'm usually there on uh, Saturdays and sometimes Wednesdays and Thursdays, I think that's the days I've been trying to go. Friday was kind of an anomaly; <laughs> it was kind of a <laughs> random day for me to go, but I was happy to go because you know I got to hook my friends up, which we might mention a little later. <laughs> okay. To be there to get something for them, but um, yeah, you can follow me at Goofy Guys Adventures on YouTube, and I post on there on the community page when we'll be going live, and also I'll be posting on my stories. So and I, I link it to here Larry a bit too. So don't worry if you don't follow me there yet. Just go check it out. And then if you like it, happy to have you there. If not, no worries. It's just there for, like, Disney content, really.
1: Well, we'll make sure to post the links up as well because I'm sure that uh, there's plenty of people that want to see the live streams. You know, I I enjoy the live streams from the park as well. So I know that there's plenty of people that, you know, would just want to hang out and just follow you on your adventures. So... Yeah, we'll post all of that information as well. So, yeah, man, this uh this experience with the magic band has me a little nervous now because the the Iron Man one is one of the more expensive ones, I believe. It's not it's not one of the $35 ones. Um and uh the kids also want one. And I am nervous that, you know, th- the kids don't pay as much attention until they need to. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It it seems like a lot to risk it popping off that easily. I feel like if I do get one, I am going to have to take at least, like, a piece of Velcro that I can, like, like weave through and then, don't like, secure it. it, like, further up or something. Like those little Velcro straps you use for cables, like cable management on computers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah,
1: or a zip tie or something. I don't know. Something. <laughs> at least until i get 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 home and like clip off the zip tie or something it's too much to risk it like popping off it it was
2: scary i mean you probably i'm not kidding if you watch it if you watch that part of the video you could hear me like genuinely get scared of feeling like oh my god freaking out and i think i literally called rebecca thanks mom (laughs) for during it saying for saving me she saved my butt like seriously like usual she went over there and i'm I'm thanks to the cast member we took we did give them thanks on the app too so heads up you could do that complimentary feature we definitely put that on there uh we submitted one after that for them giving it back to us because you know they could have put in lost and found and that's the right way to do it honestly if they're going to do it but they were nice enough to be like wow, you might, they didn't say this for quote, but I was like, Rebecca's like, you might've been the first one that lost their magic band. Let's just be real, right? (laughs) But I was like, yeah, the Matterhorn is a good test though. And I didn't even think about it at the time. It was a great test for that band because it's like indie where you get a little, but people love it. People love it. Yeah,
1: And that's the scary part, right? That it's not like, because it's near field communication like you have to yeah. be within a certain distance for it to pick up, and so one. That's why it was so amazing to me that you were telling me that they got it to sync with Fantasmic because they've tried stuff like this before with the ears, and they tried it with the wands and the paintbrushes and stuff during the 60th anniversary, and they couldn't get it right. But now technology has advanced, and now it seems like they were able to get it, you know, right with the magic bands, and that's cool. But, like, how, like, in my head, I'm thinking, like, what if they had some kind of machine that detected it or something? Like, is there another piece of technology mm. in there that they could have used that maybe it went into, like, beacon mode or something like that? Because right. I think that would be a fantastic thing to add, right? So, Disney, I know you listen. Here's a feature right. you <laughs> need to add to Magic Bands, okay? If you somehow lose it, like, how great would it be? If in the app you could say, like, my magic band is lost, and you hit a button and it converts over to beacon mode somehow, lost mode. and it starts putting that out a cool. pulse or something saying, like, I'm lost, I'm lost, I'm lost, and like cast members have, you know, some kind of device that flashes when somebody's watch goes into beacon or magic band plus goes into scan. beacon mode or something, right? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, that would, be, would cool. be like such a great feature. That's cool. The peace of mind that I think people would have, like, I'm sure that if that was available, you could have gone into your app, gone into lost mode, and then and you they would have, have said had that panic mode. mode, right? Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. that, that
2: would have been sweet.
1: I think that's wow. a really great technology advancement that they could add in, in a future version of the Magic Band, uh, just for peace of yeah. mind, especially like for kids. Imagine how useful it would be. You know, for kids, if you have like Seriously. losing a child in a park is one of the scariest things. And if True. you can yep. use a magic band to somehow locate them, wow. those are the things that go through my head when it comes to how these things could be useful. Because I'll be honest, the whole like scanning it to get in for lightning lane and all that stuff. it's on my phone okay like I get it like it's faster to just swipe your wrist and you don't have to open the app and all that stuff but the convenience factor for me especially now as a like a parent like thinking about those scenarios where something like that could have happened this becomes a much better way of you know location which some would argue is good and bad right i think there's good and bad that can happen from that because when people think about how disney can track you in the park people think it's like super scary people just don't realize that disney's already doing that you know they do it with your app on your phone they do it with other devices that you have and so the magic band is not (laughs) any different right that's how when you're at disney world You can get off of an attraction and they know your name or when a princess or a character comes to you, they know exactly how to address you because this technology is already there. It's existed for years. It's just, you know, it's we're just in a different place as a society where people use this technology for malicious intent. But... The idea of being able to use it, like again, if your child got lost or something, and again, turn on beacon mode or something like that to find them, like that's I'm calling it beacon mode. Like I'm trademarking that because if they use that name, <laughs> yeah, like I know that's that uh, that's that is it, deal. right? <laughs> they they're gonna need to cut me a check at that point. Um <laughs> Like I think that's where really this thing could shine, you know? Because again, yeah. like huh. the fact that you need another device. Like wearing two devices on each wrist, like just feels clunky to me. You know the fact right. that, like, I think there was a video that someone sent us from the FGP squad where somebody is actually using an Apple Watch to sign, like, to hmm. scan themselves in. There isn't Get like that. an Apple Watch app or something now, uh, or there is a way to do it or something. Like, I don't know how legit it was. I haven't looked into it. It looked legit. Uh, I can't vouch for the validity of it, obviously. Um, But, like, how hard would it be to just create a phone app? Or, like, a, am sorry, like a watch app for the, if it doesn't exist, right? Or for the Samsung watch Mm -hmm. or something. Like, you're already wearing it. Like, the technology is there. You know, NFC is there. It's a secure transaction when it goes to link to your phone and the app. It's not like it doesn't know. Right. So I don't know. It's, I get it. They want to sell an additional piece of merchandise and making them collectible and putting different designs on them is a really great way for them to make money. I get that. But the ability to have it on existing hardware, I think, is also something they need to think about. Because here's the thing about Disney fans if you make the technology available, they will use it. Oh. And if, They have the technology available, let's say, for an Apple Watch or for Samsung Watch, you know, or Google Watch, whatever the case is. Guess what? The majority of them are also going to buy Magic Bands. Why? Because they're a collectible item. And most of the people that visit the parks are going to buy them anyway. Whether or not they use them, they're going to buy them, especially if it's their favorite character, if it's, you know, an attraction that they love, an anniversary thing, or, you know, the special edition ones that they release, they're going to buy them anyway. It's the same thing with the parks. They keep raising the prices and guess what? People are going to keep going. You know, that that's why Disney keeps doing this stuff. But they should make the technology available. It's only fair. Right. Because a lot of us, and I put myself in that category. I'm not saying this because I'm trying to like not buy one of these things. I'm, I'm honestly really considering buying one, you know, but I am concerned that, you know, my fat wristitis is going to cause me to lose it the first <laughs> day that I use wrist. it. Right. Okay. My whole sure. <laughs> my whole Um, But I mean, it is a concern. Right, and it's a lot of money to accidentally drop, and I think you got really lucky that it was in a in a place oh, yeah. that it, you could see it. But like, what if you're on Space Mountain and it pops off on Space Mountain? Oh like, God! When the hell are you yeah. gonna find it no, then?
2: You know? Indy, on exactly. I, I, oh, you know, or India that's a scary one, yeah, for sure. So,
1: I, I think the design itself, I think, leaves something to be desired. I think they can work a little bit on the design, obviously, to make it a little bit more secure. I think having an app that you can download to an existing piece of hardware like a watch, I think, would be fantastic. Uh, because, again, the people that are going to buy these things are going to buy them. And yeah. the people that, you know, weren't necessarily convinced to get it are probably not going to get it anyway. You know, that's so why not make something or a convenience available for everyone? It's all about equity, mm-hmm. isn't it? <laughs>
2: fifth
1: key right yeah right the key nice nice all right well i think that's a good place to wrap it up um remember if you want to watch live streams from the park make sure that you follow larry goofy guys adventures over on youtube and a lot of the streams you've been doing are on instagram though right yeah
2: oh yeah well like i post it you could click the link from there and watch on youtube nice yeah nice
1: uh, so yeah, we'll make sure that we post that over on Discord. We'll put a link uh, in the Pocketeers links page as well. That way, you can follow Larry's adventures whenever he's in the park, and hopefully, he doesn't lose his magic band again. <laughs> we'll make sure to get that three D printer and create that cotter pin, dude. Oh my God! See, this is nah, another point in the three D printer. The episode's
2: full circling, literally. Right? Cotter pin. <laughs> we
1: we gotta create this thing. That's uh, putting man. a pin in it. I mean, oh, the design literally oh, put a pin on. in it <laughs> literally <laughs> that is going to wrap it up a couple last things uh, that i want to mention next week is the one year anniversary of quizneyland andrew is planning something special we're all going to be you Ooh. know part of this special episode i'm super excited because i love what he's been doing with quizneyland uh so expect that uh next week uh teamboat willie is raising money to help support the fight against women's cancers. Uh, We are going to be participating in Walk for Hope, or are participating in Walk for Hope, and we are going to be auctioning a few things off over on Instagram. That information is going to be coming soon, so make sure that you're following us on Instagram for that info. We'll end up posting it on Discord and everything. We'll give some previews of the items that we're going to be posting and help us raise as much money. Uh, If you can become a participant and help us raise the money, that would be amazing. If you are unable to participate or if you're unable to donate, the best thing you can do is help us share the link uh, with people that can give a donation. You know, we've said before that no donation is too small. If you can give a dollar, great. Imagine if 1,000 people gave a dollar that's $1000 that's going to go towards curing cancer. You know, if you can give more, obviously that's fantastic, but challenge yourself to give at least a dollar or get somebody else to give a dollar and then ask them to ask somebody to give a dollar and let's start the dollar chain. Back on the dollar <laughs> yeah. chain gang. Yeah, that's I love that smart. idea. It's a horrible song. So, if Ain't you have no copyright, right? right? <laughs> So if you have any questions, uh, make sure to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, The link to our uh, Walk for Hope page is uh, available at podcuteers.com slash links. Uh, Our Instagram account does have that link available as well. Uh, But we're excited. We're trying to raise $1,000. And uh, it's coming up really, really soon. We're only a couple weeks away for Walk for Hope to happen. We're going to still be able to continue fundraising for about a week or two after the event as well. But I, in the past when we've been able to walk in person, we've been able to create like poster boards with uh, people's names that we're walking in honor or in memory of. And I'm trying to figure out a really good way of doing that again virtually, maybe creating like a like an Instagram story that we update. But in the past, what we've done is anybody that's donated at least $1, if they are donating that dollar in memory or in honor of somebody that's battling cancer, we will put their name on there if they're willing to share it, obviously. And it'll just be on display there uh, until we're done with, with what we're doing. Um, so that might be coming soon more info on that will be available uh, via Instagram and on Discord so keep an eye out for that along with the items that we'll be auctioning off and that's it Uh, anything else that either one of you wants to mention before we wrap up for today?
0: We are good (laughs) perfect
1: All right. so that's going to wrap it up Uh, until next time keep dreaming keep moving forward and always remember to pass on the magic have a fantastic week everyone
0: Bye.
2: Let's go, Timbo, Willie. Boop, boop, donate. Oh, copyright,
0: copyright, 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 copyright. copyright. (laughs) Back at it. Part of the Podcateers Network.